Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Well, I can't wait to get going today because you've been asking for weeks about Casa Amor. <laughs> Amore, I was calling it. Yeah. At the Casa Amore. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it living up to your expectations? And what, what do you make to the new boys and girls coming in? And kind of, they, I guess they came in on Friday, didn't they? What, what, you know, we've seen a bit more of those interactions. So what's taken your eye initially? The couple of, well, three things more than anything. I called out Anna the other day for her double standards with Danny, but. I'm not a big fan of Jordan, and he's doing the same thing in the normal villa. So, fair fucks them both. If they want to go get with someone else, I was really gunning for Anna, but I'm not now. There seems to be a genuine connection with this Ovi guy. There is something there. Like she said, they both live together. He ticks all the boxes for. He's six foot seven, an absolute monster, and he's probably got a cock like a cricket bat, Dave. So, why would you, <laughs> why would you not go for <laughs> so yeah so so i think they are a match made in hell probably not probably heaven but jordan's doing a bit of grafting himself and i love this line that he's not putting on his new grafting shoes he's just slipping on his old ones which made absolutely no fucking sense (laughs) so uh, i don't know what you want whether you want to start there dave Let's go there because I mean I, I I'm with you. I don't like the holier than thou approach, you know, and and the way they've attacked, you know, the girls. They've ganged up on initially when Maura came into the villa. They attacked her. They then were attacking Danny, and then uh, you know the, they've kind of ostracized ostracized Lucy as well. So I I don't like Anna at all. But I'm not going to really hold anything against her for this new relationship here because I think I'm seeing it on a similar way to you. I mean, even before they had the first conversation, you looked at the boys coming in and I was <laughs> I looked at Ovi and I'm like, having heard for the last few weeks Anna talk about you know what her type is, it's like they made him in a lab. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's the producers are almost fucking with us, aren't they? Because it's like he's just everything that she's talked about. So you know, it is absolutely nailed on. Now, I said at the time when she paired up with Jordan, she only really did that because she thought she was out of the villa. You know, she didn't even uh, on that initial pair up, she didn't step forward for anyone. So I think you know, her and Maura, they thought they were out the villa. So it was like fuck, I need to step up my game here. I actually get with someone or else I'm going to go home next week. She said herself tonight that out of Tom and Jordan, she got on with Jordan the best. And I think it, I think it was. I think she was, just, it, she was just settling for the best of the available bunch. And I think one of the tweets said that, didn't they? So, yeah, I, th- I think I could see her and Ovi not going the distances, say, but, you know, they've got that initial connection. So it's, as in Anna's words, Jordan who? 
Yeah, and and if they want to do that, go for it. I, like I say, I'm not a fan of Jordan, so let them do it, Dave. Completely shows that, like you said, they were just settling to stay in the villa, so sort of exposed each other, really. But like she, Anna, looks like potentially she could get seriously hurt by this Ovi guy if he, if he actually stays in, if, he's, if his head's turned. So he needs he's, a way into the villa. He's really serious, though, isn't he? I mean, again, oh, yeah. they absolutely have that initial connection and I didn't get the thing about oh you know he's a Londoner and you know it's just easier to talk to other Londoners and it's like I don't really get that <laughs> you know what do you talk about you talk about the fucking tube oh yeah fucking that place by the Piccadilly line that's fucking great that is uh, does it really <laughs> fucking matter <laughs> not really I mean the only thing I think yeah I think you'd argue with somebody from up north is whether it's a balm cake or a roll but that's a totally <laughs> separate <laughs> argument Dave <laughs> or whether you have gravy on your chips or not but other than that I think we're I think we're good down up here in the north and and, and it is it's just a weird justification from her but if it's making her happy and I will be completely honest they are the two people as much as it pains me to say it that look like they actually have a genuine connection that isn't forced for the show, Dave. It just looks like it's intense. He really has come in there. He likes what he sees of Anna. She likes him. And like I say, he's got the body of an Adonis and he's an absolute machine. So why wouldn't she go for him? And the, the personalities click. So I will be honest and say they're probably the two now that look like they've got the nice bit of chemistry. And I think that's going to excel. I think he's going to be here for the duration this over. Yeah, I think so. And like I say, she's gone on from day one about someone who's tall. <laughs> she always puts the uh, over you know pronunciates the l tall anyone who can pat peter crouch on the head is he's got to be tall enough they don't make him taller than that you know so i i think it'll be interesting to see where that one goes yeah, exactly now what did you make to some mora and denon i don't know i can't say i was totally convinced by him dave i think he just he just did a bit of a tom on it did he he told her what she wanted to wear and just put it on her and she reciprocated. Now, I like Maura. I like the, the, the brashness of her, the upfrontness of her. I've called her out a few times for some of the daft things she's done, but she wears a heart and a sleeve. And I think, for me, she's like Amber from a sort of self-centered position where it's always got to be about her and it's her position means that she's always correct. But with Maura, she just tells it how she sees it. And I think she's dead genuine, but... I wasn't buying it. I'm not completely convinced by it at all. I'm really not. I know she said, like, he, he, you know, he's a great kiss. I'm not going to tell him that. That's great. But let's be honest. We've seen her say this. She's doing a bit of a Tommy. This is about the fourth person she said it about in the, in, in the space of about two weeks. And not calling her out because she's flicking from one person to another. But we've heard the same spiel. So I'm going to reserve judgment because I'm sure if someone else comes in, she has a bit of interest. She's going to be all over them. Yeah, I think she's quite a complex person. She is loud. She is brash. I think she does kind of fall for people very quickly and and get attached very quickly as well. And, you know, from that initial lineup, you could tell she wasn't just settling for anyone. When they all lined up, she she was like, mm, Denon, you know, which is a bit like the advert, I was thinking, you know, for Danone. <laughs> like, mm, Danone. <laughs> Fucking hell, Dave, if you say so. <laughs> That's an old callback, that one. <laughs> they still do it now. I haven't heard it for a while, but... Yeah, oh, no, like, I haven't heard it since It's like fairy liquid. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was interested because, you know, he announced himself, he's a footballer from Watford. So I was thinking, I've never heard of you. And surely, you know, no one 
if you're any good, what the, what are you doing on Love Island? <laughs> yeah. So I had a quick look, right? In FIFA, which is my go-to place for, you know, how good someone is, in FIFA, he's 61, which is not very good at all. He's and actually, yeah, he, he started out with Watford, but since then he's been to the likes of Crawley Town, to Falkirk, and he's now at Bromley. Yeah, so, so I think it's a bit of a push. Takes the football, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't even know, Chris. A, a Bromley, even fully pro. I, I guess. I had a. If I was to hazard a guess, I'd have said they were a semi-pro club. But you know, I'm, I'm, look, he's better than me. But I, th- I think he's overplayed his hand a bit there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I tell you, what, I'm going to call out Dave, and I'll be honest, completely with it on this one. I'm calling Lucy out. I think she's a nice person, but what Joe fucking hell, he's well in her rearview mirror because we had the little Tommy spat. We had that that little guy, Steve, or whatever he's called, talking to us, Stevie, whatever he's called. <laughs> the little guy. The little guy, the one, the one who said, oh, I've done surfing. She went, oh, you've done surfing. Where have you done surfing? And he went, I went on a rugby tour once and had a go. He's like, fuck off. I've, ju- I've, jumped, <laughs> off the, I've, ju- I've jumped off the side of a fucking mountain. It doesn't make me Stallone cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I had to go at Mr. Universe once. <laughs> Actually, no, no, what I meant is I've been to the gym once and lifted a couple of dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, and I put Sam's phone on. No, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's just like, fucking hell, mate, you're that desperate. He was proper. But, but, but let's, let's carry that on because even when she said, oh, you play rugby, and he's like, yeah, well, just kind of casually, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Was it? Was it a fucking school trip or something? You know, <laughs> Dave. I I played rugby when I was about eleven. I went to grammar school and I fucking hated it. And moved to a secondary school because I couldn't play football and there wasn't any girls there. So I could turn around and go, "Well, I play prop me rugby union." I fucking hated it. I would never in my life say I've ever played rugby because I hate it. So it was a desperado game of chess. He's playing with Lucy, but I've got. To, crack on there because she said about that guy with the blonde hair, I don't know what his name is, he's mis- been Mr. Non-Emotion, no personality. She went, he's gorgeous. Oh, blonde. And I'm thinking, wow, bet Joe's at home there. That voodoo doll of hers, he's getting absolutely hammered. It must have about 3,000 pins in it. She's fucking yeah. completely done a number on him. She she plays the the sweet and innocent, doesn't she? But yeah, I, I think I'm with you. This, you know, she's definitely keeping her options open, and, and I don't see it with this George character. I mean, Maura said he look he looks like your man from Rocky Four. He does. I looked at him and I'm thinking, you look like a fucking product of the Hitler Youth. To be honest, it's mean, <laughs> fucking. Square-headed jaw. I mean, he would be a good James Bond baddie, wouldn't he? You know, so Lucy clearly, you know, fancies him. But I've seen zero of a personality. And and I can only put it down to he's a builder. So, you know, probably his first initiation of conversation is, Oi, oi, oi! <laughs> <laughs> Come at me here, darling. You know, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really see a lot there. He obviously looks like a specimen. I think, again, if the SS had like action man toys, I reckon they could just model it on George there and, and that would look quite good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting seeing where they go. But, you know, Joe, just move on, lad. You're going to save yourself a bunch of heartache. Move along. 
and I can't remember where I heard it. I was on the radio or something. And, you know, Joe's almost like vindicated, it seems, you know, yeah. so he's like being a bit suspicious and whatever. And it, now it's looking like, well, actually, he had it nails on. Yeah, he did. And again, it was something, to be fair, we did both say that, is it the way it's being edited? Because if she was supposed to be with Joe and she's spending six hours of the day with Tommy, training and peeing about and stuff, which we've only seen snippets of, then I think anybody would get a bit annoyed, wouldn't you? You'd sort of be like, well, are you with him or are you with me? They're not obviously a couple, but they were coupled up, weren't they, Joe and and Lucy? So I, I can get that. I can see that. And I didn't think I'd be sympathetic to him because... I've called him all sorts of psychotic names, and <laughs> so it's another Chris one eighty again. But uh, I'm not completely convinced by that. But I am convinced that she's played she's played him like a fiddler, big time. Now, Dave, let's get on to the man of the series, the man who can get very excited by some nails going down the back of his neck and almost doing an American Pie. And Anton, I I've got to say, I'm not calling him out. Is in a bad way, but I'm going to tell you now, I don't think he's had a lot of girlfriends because I think he's really, really shy. And the longer this goes on, the more difficult he finds it to, to get with someone, especially the way that girl put it on him. He, he was there, it was on a plate, and he genuinely, not not about respect, I'm not saying not saying he should you know, should dive on or anything, but even a bit of kissing and that, he, he looks really, really awkward, doesn't he? He looks really, really nervous around uh, any sort of girl who shows him some proper affection. I don't know. Well, if he's not had a lot of girlfriends, I think I'll probably agree with you there. But I think he's he's had plenty of lashings. <laughs> 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 but he's probably, I, I think I'd said to you, uh, not when we were recording a while ago, that, you know, I bet he just hasn't ever really had to work for it. Because he is he is quite funny. And like he's, he's at his funniest when he's with the lads. But then he sort of misfires with the girls, doesn't he? He doesn't quite get it right. Whereas I, I can imagine a lot of girls, you know, if they're if they're just talking to him in a club or something, you can't fucking hear anyone anyway, can you? So it's just like, blah, 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 you know, and do the old nightclub talk where if someone's nodding, you nod, and if they're shaking their head, you shake your head, you know. And then yeah. it's like, right, are we doing this or what? So I reckon it's there's probably a lot of that. There was no real connection between Belle and uh, and Anton. And I don't know, is that a stripper name or something? It's, it's not a fucking real name, is it? It can't be. It can't be. It's really strange. Really yeah, strange so it's like sugar or candy. So sorry to offend anyone whose name is called like candy or something. So, um, yeah, she just, she, there was no connection. And she's just like, do mind if I share a bed with you? All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> let's go let's go yeah you're totally right i don't really like that bell i don't know what it is about her but i don't like her so i don't want to see them two couple up to be honest um again don't really know why i don't like her but yeah i think as as tommy said uh you know anton's been cleaned out now <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking steeple jack with fucking dick van dyke at the bottom but anyway um... <laughs> It was, it was the fact that she said in the diary room, you know, you can tell he hasn't been around anyone for a yeah. while. And I did stick up that tweet. I don't know if you've seen it I yet. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very Taking excited. Old scary movie. Yeah, he's yeah, very he's excited. Got a lot 
<laughs> um, and also, Dave, a couple of things happened, which, again, I'm calling Curtis out big time, game playing 101. There was nobody we saw on the show, and again, it's all down to editing. But there wasn't one of these new girls come in, really put it on him. But straight away, he just did a complete turn. And I think since he's been called out in that last challenge where they were in the sort of the last couple of people to go through as a, in the recoupling to stay in the villa after the public vote, I think he's been thinking, oh shit, I need to get away from Amy here. Because all of a sudden, he's gone proper slimy. I mean, you know, Amy's outside. Curtis is staying outside. I'm not calling that. But I just, I, I can't understand where he started doubting the relationship from. I just call bullshit on him completely. And I think he started to be exposed. He was talking to Maria, wasn't he? Uh, and someone else. But to be honest, I get all a bit gooey-eyed when Maria's on the screen. <laughs> So she's the old VIP host, and she's got that kind of Eastern European look, I think. I, I think she's stunning, quite honestly. Um, and, she, you know, where they were asking her what he does, and he was like, well, I'm a dancer, don't you know? You know, kind of thing. Oh. But, yeah, I, I don't know whether that was for the cameras. Uh, and I tweeted out as such that it was a tactical kind of, you know, I'm supposed to wobble now. So what I'll do is I'll make it look like I've wobbled a bit, and then I'll be the good guy. Or, you know, maybe if the public perception is, you know, we're not getting the votes, as I thought we, we would do. We're not the Jack and Danny. Only knowing that, because not only on this show, but I've, I've heard other people say it as well, maybe he would couple up with someone. But, yeah, I, did, I didn't see a lot of one-to-one time, not like, say, Joanna and Michael, where, yep. you know, I think if you were to have money on anyone... I mean, the bookies wouldn't take you. The bookies wouldn't take your money, would they, for Ovi and Anna? That that's going to happen. Michael, I think he's he's had a bit of abuse, quite a lot of abuse actually. I, I could see on Twitter tonight a lot of the, uh, particularly female accounts are, are really not happy with Michael. Now, speaking from a bloke's perspective, I I can kind of get him. You know, in this last week in particular, you can see that age difference or, or it's not even an age difference it's a maturity difference and michael always ends up having to be the one to say oh you know oh it was me i was grouchy and you know just like, oh, i don't accept your apology so i think regardless of whether this actually happened i think he'd have been having doubts anyway but yeah i i, I think you know the fact that they never really closed it off and now he's like speaking to Joanna. I, I do think people are getting confused about who he's had the conversations with as well. He was talking to the boys about some of the problems he was having with Amber. He didn't really say that much, I didn't think, to uh, to Joanna. But, um, I mean, what, what do you make to that? I'm in complete agreement. I think he said to them, which was quite telling for me, and as much as... It's a show. Michael's been the most stand-up guy in there. I've been a, a champion of his from the start. I, and I real hold my hands up. Well, maybe not the start. I'm sure Ace might call me out on that because he's been in there. But I genuinely have liked him. He's won me over because he's, he's straight down the middle. He tells it how it is. And he doesn't just stick up for the lads or stick up for the girls. He's, if he sees summer, he calls it. But I think what he said was quite telling for me, Dave, when he said, I'm not the type of person to just sit here and keep quiet when I know something's wrong. But I found myself biting my tongue constantly to keep the peace. He said, and that isn't me. He said, and I'm not enjoying that side of the relationship. So for me, I'm not saying he should cheat on her and that, but my God, Dave, 
Amber's going to be getting the leather black gloves on, the machete out. She's going to be sharpening everything. And he's, he better make sure that he's nowhere near a John Wayne Bobbitt job because she'll be chopping things off him because I just don't... I, I, can see him, I can see him coming in there with someone else. If he doesn't come in there with someone else, I think he might have a heart-to-heart with her and say, look, I want to finish it. I think that could be coming. I, I genuinely think that could be the shot of Casa Moore and the whole dynamic of what's going on. I'm, I'm predicting it now. Chris, um, Mystic Chris is out, Dave. I've only had one prediction. I have about 20, but I'm confident <laughs> on this one that I think they're not going to last the duration. No, I think, I mean, it's not It's not that far out. I mean, we, we were championing them, weren't we, not yeah, so yeah. long ago? Probably, probably a couple of weeks ago, but then again, she, you know, we kind of wrote off how childish she was being when the whole thing, when Maura and Elmer came in and, you know, you could see Michael was, was not happy at all. You know, and he, he was, he was really angry about it, but then, you know, uh, Amber's just denying it was like, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't doing anything. You know, all the heckling from the balcony and that. And we'd kind of forgotten about that, but then she's displayed that same behavior over and over. So again, with, with Danny and, Arabella getting together, you know, really quite confrontational. And I have to say, I was, you know, listening back to the episode we did on Thursday with Joe, and she said, you know, Amber is probably going to be a really nice person in about five years' time. And I think, I think that is it. I think it's just a maturity thing. It's like you in a relationship, you're always going to have to work at it, and you're always going to have to compromise, but. Michael's always the one doing the compromising. Once you've pissed Amber off, she lets you know about it. And then there's no coming back from it. Yeah, I agree with that. The, the face she gave Michael the other day when he was apologizing, which I still didn't think he had any reason to apologize for. I think yeah. they're both in the wrong. And she was giving that, you're going to have to work really hard for this, which is fine. If he, if, if he likes to chase and she likes to do that, and that what makes the relationship work, then who the fuck am I to... to tell them that but it just seemed too much of a grind for them they've not been married for 15 20 years have they do you know what i mean it's like all i need to do is get the look off sam and i know when i'm in the wrong dave you know what i mean so i'm straight in the kitchen making a brew or something to do a bit of creeping but but genuinely you'd know with the dynamics and with it being such a pressure cooker i was like you i thought they're gonna go they're gonna win they're gonna win but now this has happened i want something to happen between one of the, the either curtis and amy or michael and amber just for good TV. I have no, I have no affection to any of them. I just want to see an absolute cat fight somewhere and, and it kicking off. And I know that's a Sadie's thing, but that's what Love Island's all about. Somebody double dipping somebody. So let, let's hope we get that. Do you think, do you think Amber really would kick off or I, I could see her being just more, you know, wearing that anger on her face and then just sitting in a different part of the villa with Anna probably. And then just, bitching about it and just being really off, you know, and, and prickly. I don't know if she'd go on for a full-on head, head-on head confrontation, but I, I might be wrong there. But um, I, th- I think the other telling thing from Michael was he said that um, I think he's convinced himself that he's not Amber's type. He's, yeah. he's, he'd said that, and I think, so in his head, Amber's already, you know, the one doing all the flirting, and so, you know, he's... It, in his head, he's thinking someone's there that's really her type. You know, he knows he's not her traditional type. And so I, I think he's almost resigned to defeat on that front. Now, regardless of whether he thought that, I still think, you know, 
he is the one doing all the compromising. And exactly like you said, if he's happy with that, good luck to him. I don't think he is. And so, you know, I I just, whereas maybe two weeks ago, I thought when we saw the the interaction, the connection with them, I thought, yep, that's definitely going to run for a run and run very quickly it's got into you know a few of these confrontations and i think now the the difference in maturity between them is is going to prove a real problem and i think that's more telling as the show goes on i think it's a great point to be fair dave so yeah we'll see how that one plays out have you got any predictions this week dave well i mean i, I said anna and ovi that's not even a, a prediction is it you know it's it's going to happen um anton i really hope I, I think the lad's confidence, I think, is not rock bottom, but it's taken a real beating. So I hope I'm wrong, but I think he's just going to settle for Bell. I don't think he should. I, I think he, he can do better with that. But I tell you what, what a legend again. You know, <laughs> Nabila asks, you know, who do you, who do you think are the three most attractive girls in this villa? You know, <laughs> sat with her... She's asked the question and sat with two other girls. And he mentions three that are not the person who's asked the original question. (laughs) Sam said to me, she went, message Dave, pull out the fingers. She said, he said the same thing. She said, that's why he's not getting anything because he told three girls. He liked three ones who sat with him. She's like, what a dick. You know? Oh no, no, it was, but it was worse than that. Two of them were sat there, but it wasn't the girl who asked the question. It just made it worse. It, oh, it's just you know, and, and it would have been funny if she'd have gone. All right, what about the top five then? And he'd have named another couple. All right, what about the the next? How many is there? Is, uh, six in there. Two, three. Yeah, she's not even in the top five. She's not in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should have asked that question. To be honest. <laughs> No, it's like they say, don't they? You know, don't ask a question to, you know, you might not like the answer. But I think on the first day, come on, Anton, you've got to step up your game from there. Work a bit harder because yeah. I, there is something about that bell that I don't trust. She, she just seems disingenuous to me. She just seems like she's gone after Anton. She knows he's single. She's given, <laughs> given my hand shandy on the first night. And then uh, allegedly, no, he can do better than that. Yeah. That's a fair point. Now, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can catch us on Twitter at Love Island Cast, or if you want to email the show, it's the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. Another great episode. Great to have you back, Dave, and another week of absolute carnage in the Love Island Villa. The only thing I'd say, Chris, is if you have made it to the end of this podcast and you want to hear a bit more of myself and Chris, or we've got a bit of a clog up of various podcasts that were on this week so we mentioned there's the vhs strikes back you get across to that we talk all about back to the future that first movie there's the comics in motion podcast as well where we go through toy story 4 we absolutely love that spoiler and also we're all again our second part of our conversation with mike burton we're on the genuine chit chat podcast again as slightly more serious thing we're going to a bit of politics of all things but yeah it was just kept just flying off on tangents and what have you so yep if you want to go ahead and and give those a listen so chris how are you going to finish us off well dave if it's anything like bell it won't take me very long so see you next time guys bye